All right. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another episode of Crypto with English. So I'd like to introduce a very special guest here, the Solar Cowboy, Yab Urko, the founder of Metaphor Kitty NFT Collection. Today, we're going to get into the weeds about the underlying technology, the philosophy, and where this project will scale to and what's next. So, Ayab, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Hey, man. what That was one of the best intros in the world. But thank when you. the camera goes off like that, what happens is we audible. But uh, uh, I really do appreciate you for, for that. Uh, it was a warm welcome. Um, and, and just to let you know, it is, uh, I, I'm one of the founders, uh, Greg Nuss and Rachel Lambeth is, are, are actually also uh, actually the, the, one of the main founders of this, uh, of this, uh, of this project. And, and we'll kind of, you know, go into that, but I really do appreciate your warm welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, uh, no, no worries. So what was the inspiration and I guess you could say the impetus and, uh, you know, as far as driving this idea and creating it, you know, Metaphor Kitty, let's, let's get into the technology, let's get into the collection, and your why behind this project. Yes, um, so, you know, for the main, for the main focus of this is, is, is to create a utility that allows, um, you know, welfare organizations and nonprofits to be able to utilize blockchain. Um, as a form of, of being able to, you know, vehicle donations. That's really, you know, the, the heart of it. But, but, but you know, it, it actually formed from, from uh, Greg and Rachel uh, using the, 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 the cat emojis, you know. So when, you, when you're throwing up the cat emojis on your, on your phone, uh, there's only about nine of them, right? You know, you have all the different uh, smiley right. faces, right? And so they're like, well, you know, there's got to be a lot more. There's got to be something in between it. But, you know, I think... The, the cool part about this creator movement is like at the time that that was happening, uh, it, it also, I think, dawned on to them that this is the time to figure out, okay, what, what is the usability of this in the use case? And, and, right. and ultimately paired it to, to a place that they really uh, feel uh, passionate about. Uh, it's, it's, Lan, uh, it's a Lan, uh, Lanai uh, Cat Sanctuary out of uh, Hawaii. And, uh, and so ultimately, that is what it, what it came down to. So this project is actually... Um, uh, a way for us to be able to bring a lot of awareness to to you know to a place that has created pretty much a sanctuary for stray cats and allows yeah. them to live it out in the wild. To be honest with you, you know, I want to be one of the, one of those cats myself because when you see what they create out there, it's uh, it's like a you know it's like a little Tarzan rain, rainforest. That's awesome. And by the way, you know what else is awesome? Your cowboy hat. Thank you very well, much. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's it, it is the real authentic one, you know. It's 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 from Cavenders, uh, and you nice. know, uh, and so yeah. And and I learned a little bit of something about cowboy hats. When you when you when you go get sized, make sure you put it on right, and then you hold it. Yeah. And shake your head, and and if if there's too much movement in the skin, it's too loose. You want it so uh -oh. that it's it's moving your head. That's the right size. Long story short, mine is too big, uh, and I found out. I found out afterwards, but uh, wow. we repurposed it. <laughs> wow! So there is the, so there's a process as far as you know getting one, getting sized, and I guess how it how it looks as far as you know you know I guess you could say your face and your just kind of your, your overall appearance. No, I mean it's the, the whole process. I mean, this is what I like like about that. Like like when you go to an, like an authentic Western store, the whole process is yeah. actually like 
creating your own version. I mean, if we talk about non-fungibility of things, it's being able to put your, you know, put your stank on it, as they say. And so uh, it's like, you know, being able to go in there, you, you know, you could put you could put your own ribbons in there. You could put your own little whatever you want. But ultimately, it's just, you know, repurpose, retool something and be able to come out something, you know, with something creative. That's great. Well, listen, man, I'm gonna have to check that out when I uh, visit you in Texas later this year. No, for sure. We're gonna we're gonna get you some Cavenders, uh, some Cavenders right. uh, QR codes <laughs> or something. Good stuff. Well, I gotta say, man, you look like a cyberpunk gunslinger from where I'm sitting. So, and maybe you know the guns maybe being uh, your blockchain platform and tech. But hey, <laughs> I'm digging it. I like it. Well, you know um, that uh, that that it was a great segue. I don't know if you were in in, in my head, but. The, the whole I think the whole movement that since I've been into this uh, in this industry, I guess, actually, let, let me let me come back. Uh, originally, yeah, sure. actually, my my space, I'm in the deregulated energy market. So I came through the whole Texas deregulated energy market and uh, worked for NRG Reliant uh, and did a, did a lot of uh, direct marketing. But but that is that is the way I got into the solar industry. So I have a huge movement that that has made me turn and morph into kind of the modern solar punk per se and uh and if you actually you know go through the the definitions and, and kind of the a lot of the writings that you'll find uh, and there's a lot of good ones from five ten years ago uh i think somebody was spying on me man <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, all jokes aside it's, never it's, know it's, especially this no it's age. a it, it's 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 spot on to 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 the way i envision how you know you you morph technology into and weave it into the world and you know the whole cyberpunk movement was like was like was having a optimistic look at the future even through yeah. the even through the realistic demise that you might be going through and so sure. so essentially it's like you know it's not having like a bunch of skyscrapers and a bunch of flying cars it's about right. having a bunch of like green looking solar panels weaved right into the forest and and a bunch right. of you know tech savvy you know buildings that are built into the ecosystem so it's like it's like weaving into into the into the regrowth, and so it's kind of the uh, you know the the, de the definition of, of of a of a organic optimist of of of, of the future per se. Yeah, because uh, often when I think when it comes to the cyberpunk genre, it tends to be almost more dystopian. So like if you look at old movies like Blade Runner, The Fifth Element a little bit, like Johnny Mnemonic, it tends all to that. be a very a, yeah I love all those old movies. Uh, I love those movies, but it tends to be almost like a very negative in a dark setting in a lot of those where kind of technology is almost kind of the enemy of, of yeah. mankind and, and of most people. So I, you know, like, I, 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 I like your spin on that. No, no, I, you know, to, to your point, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, figuring out Bitcoin was the Holy grail and, and taking that all the way into the script writing and, yeah. and not understanding that there was going to be layers to this. And so that's kind of the way I look at that. The whole futuristic, uh, you know, line of, of, of movies is sometimes they, they get stuck in, in one layer of, of, of the breakthrough of, of what the movement is, you know, the flying cars right. and everything is around that whole engineering. And so sometimes they'll over engineer the flying car part of the technology into into that scene oh, yeah. too much and then forget about the That's ecosystem, you know, stuff like that. So it's about yeah balanced approach of things, I guess, per se. Good fifth stuff. Element. And I mean, what? Fifth Element is a really another really oh, yeah. really amazing uh, movie movie that i love and uh that's another depiction that I, that I kind of had has a really doom gloom to it and 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 took one side of technology you know right. far into the to the into the abyss and so 
mix imagine mixing um fifth element with fortnite you know that's where you get that's where you got me you know what i'm saying that is awesome and by the way if you could provide a little bit more context can you tell everybody uh, about your time and experience at tesla because um i would imagine that probably plays into your story and a little bit about maybe your philosophy and motivation as far as your direction right now with nfts and DeFi and decentralization yeah no for sure uh so i mean my relationship with tesla started actually way back in 2012 uh when i okay. read the the manifesto that was written in 2006 by tesla and so uh awesome. long story short if a lot of people read the the manifesto everything that that has happened with tesla up until like 2018 even like 2019 2020 was like by the book like it was almost like poetic in terms of how yeah. it was written and so i might call it you you might think it was impossible but if if you understand how you know manifestation works in terms of entrepreneur entrepreneur spirits in business you'd be like okay i can see this being realistic if you read that so that's what got re really got me dived into it and that's what made me also realize that you know at that time you know as adolescents we were running around with bitcoins and you know we're we're yeah. buying pizzas and, and 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 trading nf you know not nfts trading trading cards with them and, and, and buying online sure. stuff. And, and, you know, some people have, you know, Silk Road, uh, uh, avenues to it. And, you know, the, the whole, you know, the whole, uh, uh, black market movement to it. Anyways, long story short, it, it, it woke a lot of people up from that era that, that this whole industry of digit digitization was, was more than just, uh, was more than just, uh, Again, I think, in my opinion, cyberpunk movement in a sense of, of, of just hackers being able to be able to come in and out of, of, of Napster with, with all the songs that they can. You know, that was never yeah. about it anymore. It was about right. being able to have digital ownership. It was about being able to own your data and being able to have, you know, uh, digital autonomy per se. So, so that yeah. turned into me get, getting into the energy industry. Long story short, I moved out here to Texas. Um, and uh, and when 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 I got into the energy industry, it was Green Mountain Energy at the time that that I found. And, and at that point, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be working for a solar company. I got tricked yeah. into actually selling uh, energy contracts. Uh, I never touched solar. I never learned about the basics. I, I just uh, and 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 it was disappointing, but it was actually the best mistake ever because it it, it introduced me to the whole deregulated energy market from the fundamental layer one por portion of it, you know, understanding yeah. how the meter system works, how the ERCOT system works, how Encore works, what the relationship is with, between the retail energy providers and, and ERCOT, PUC. And that was more important than understanding azimuth and understanding different panel types because that allows you to actually scale faster in different jurisdictions, uh, you know, than understanding the knowledge of solar. So. It was the best mistake that happened, and and that was what allowed me to to end up working at Solar City. Um, I was uh, knocking doors with uh, with Green Mountain Energy. Somebody pulled up in a Tesla. Long story short, I got recruited to Solar City, and uh, cool. you know that journey started in 2000, I think 16ish, like end of 16 or something like that. Good and so job. yeah, so uh, that was uh, you know that wasn't too long in terms of Solar City because the Reeves brothers were actually an amazing uh you know i think it created an amazing culture for, for 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 solar city and i think what actually resonated into what tesla energy is in today uh but they ended up uh, selling it off and when that happened really the the human aspect of 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 of, of solar went away it was it was it was never about scaling it with humanistic in mind and and that goes back to the politics in my opinion 
you know, automation and, and, and the fact that uh, uh, the middleman and the salespeople are not needed as much anymore and that they can sure. scale this through a lot of uh, online mechanisms really made me realize that this was the time to pivot, really. That's what I really honed in. I'm like, okay, this is the time. And so that's when I was like, you know what? Uh, since 2014, I've been allowing Google Photos to, to, to accumulate all my data. I realized that it was pretty much machine learning and AIing all my stuff for me. So I'm like, right. shoot, I have my own little digital cloud here, you know, yeah. as they call it, a, a digital lake. So I came up through that whole process and and kind of kind of realized, you know, I needed to pivot to a local company. So after after a little <coughs> bit at Tesla, uh, ended up at Good Faith Energy. Uh, long story short, it was the best pivot I've ever made. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a young company. I was one of the first salesmen there. Uh, created a really cool relationship there and, and, and still to this day work alongside them and is and as, as actually the reason I'm out here in, in Louisiana. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my relationship with Tesla a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Good stuff. And, uh, you know, speaking of Texas, so as we all know, the world is changing. And I think traditionally until recently, you could say the centers of tech were on the coast. So whether it was, you know, Palo Alto, Silicon Valley, San Francisco, and then you had New York largely, and then to a lesser extent, Boston. Now the script and the landscape has changed. So the two names and the two epicenters really of blockchain, DeFi, and really you could say the direction of the metaverse, Miami and Austin. So Austin, Texas is now one of the major epicenters and hubs and portals for blockchain and DeFi innovation and technology. So if you could kind of explain to everybody what makes Texas so special in this space and what edge does Texas have, let's say, than maybe the you know traditional centers of tech being, let's say, New York and you know Palo Alto, Silicon Valley. I'm going to put it in two words for you. Energy independence. All right. Um, and, and, and one of the reasons why uh, in 2017, I ended up, you know, getting uh, when I started my LLC, I ended up uh, looking at Energy Independence Group and, and I, was, I was surprised it was still available. I was like, wow. Like, and the reason why I chose that is because through working through the industry, I've realized that it was it was really an awesome place for the energy industry to have a robust competitive opportunity to create a whole different sets of data. Uh, uh, sorry, not data, a whole different set of rate structures for different type of households. So it allowed the the, the, the utilities to really, really have a, a playing field to, to create a whole ecosystem. And so that set up the playground, I think, for the tech center, because eventually I think we all knew uh, where this went was, you know, mining services being 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 decentralized and yeah. decentralized long story short they're going to need power they're going to need they're going to need the ability to be autonomous and and let's just say you know one of the biggest pivots that i've ever seen in history i think uh uh that was pretty interesting and amazing is is was when china banned oh uh, right uh crypto mining yeah. because right. you know, I think we, we we kind of understand what what the implications were, but but I was I was surprised, but I understand what happened there. You know, it's open book. There's no there's no secret. Like this is this is this is how interesting it is. You know, either China was going to risk communi uh, communism being lost uh, right. to decentralization, or uh, it's going to nip it in the bud at at the detriment of having the ability to control 
one of the biggest opportunities in digital uh, right. value creation. And so they, were they, like they decided to shoot themselves. The world, like yep. uh, mined Bitcoin at the time. You know, it's incredible. Yep. And so I think that that, I mean, that's not that, you know, those are, those are the little catalysts of like a bunch of straws that, that broke the camel's back, in my opinion, of, 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 right. of, of Texas really being the epicenter of tech, of tech. You know, we, we don't have no state tax. I mean, that obviously has a lot to do with it. Uh, and, and corporations really feeling the the burden of, of over governance. And so right. um, this is the, the place for you. If you're a person that wants to create true value and that you and that, that you want to, uh, you know, that you want to actually partake and keep your value also uh, and, and, and be able to autonomously and freely decide how to 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 help society with it. And when you when you put when you put good entrepreneurship alongside with with, in, you know, independent thinkers, you have an ecosystem that actually flourishes. And I feel like the private sector uh, alongside good governance, like like how Texas is governing alongside the U.S. I'm not you know, I'm not barring anybody else. I'm just saying, you know. Sure. You know, we, we, we can't be out here in, in Texas and not repping it the right way. Uh, That's right. They've done a really great job uh, of creating the, the you know, the, the, the industry, the, in, the instrument and vehicle to allow what's happening. And and this is just, I think, the beginning. Right. And I have to say, in adding to your point, expectations were more or less turned on its head. And I don't know if this is more of a local thing or not, but up here, a lot of people were expecting, OK, New York City. Manhattan is going to be the epicenter for blockchain and cryptocurrency technology. So that did not pan out. So, you know, um, so, you know, adding to your point, people did not see, let's say, Austin and then Miami essentially being the names of really the pioneering cities and ecosystems driving this. So, yeah, you know, um, I think I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll even go uh, drive back to you to explain what happened to 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 opportunities like Celsius and all those places that got hacked up by by New York out there. But but to your yeah. point about flaming the uh, flaming opportunities, you know, I remember when I um, when I went to uh, I hiked uh, by the North Shore. There's a really cool opportunity that I had where I was able to have a 21 day retreat. And you know, I'll go into more into that later yeah. on in in, in 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 my life in general. But it was a cool place because it was a place for us to be able to pretty much be on the Canadian border and we hiked for 21 days and we, we pretty much had GPS dropped food alongside our path. And we did like three weeks in like 80 miles and it was an amazing experience. But uh, you said uh, GPS dropped. So like was your food coming in like an yeah. airdrop? Like, yeah, like yeah. Metal, so by the like, way. Like a solid or something like that. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> look, when I get excited sometimes, man, I just get straight to checkpoint mode. I'm like a, I'm, I'm into gaming a lot. So I'm straight to the points. But uh, essentially what happened was through the hiking, we were never going to go back to society. We stayed in the woods, like uh, no showering, yeah. no nothing. You're, you're into the woods. And, wow. and then it's like isolation for the, for, the, for the three days, for the last three days. It was just an experience. It was kind of a, a, an opportunity for us to be able to um, kind of find yourself in general, right? Yeah. But uh, through that experience, we were able to, to really create an opportunity uh, to find ourselves and be able to show that you know we had a you know the ability to create free will and free thinking and 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 and, and choose our ability to to kind of choose, you know carve our path and I and I feel like I'm actually going to go back and and and, and uh, you know have some projects that 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 entail putting some solar out there and as 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 a way to give back to to that to that uh, entity. But the long story short, it's innovation that was not 
that that was not choked out. And that innovation to me, it, and when we were out there, was 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 the flame that they were able to fan. So you know, when we're out in the middle of nowhere, you have to use birch, you know, birch trees. And I don't think there's a lot of birch trees out here, but in the north, there's a lot of birch, and birch is an amazing yeah. igniter. And so essentially, you know, I see Texas has birch birch to 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 a lot of good opportunities because while you're about to create uh, uh, your your fire for the night, you can have somebody messing with your you know your little flame that you're you're trying to put together right. your, your your little starter flame and fire it's very right. important and so and 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 the really good people that understand it it's so important i think there's people that that even can keep a a, a smoldering flame inside it and an encompassing enclosure and have it and throughout their journey i mean there's experts that for ages in places that are so damp damp that they need to have it I bring that up to say that there's places that either allow you to create the, the ignition you need and, and sustain that ignition until you create your fire so that you can be resilient when the, the rain comes. Or there's places that end up, you know, uh, shitting on your <laughs> shitting on your party <laughs> too early, sure. let's just say. And yeah, so I think Texas yeah. is just having that opportunity and, and, it's, and it's creating a really good place for it. And to be honest with you, I think a lot of s- states are. And, and I think... I, and I'm not going to be uh, maximalistic about it. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just trying to rep, rep, rep what we have going on out here. But I think we're we're starting to see the right track. But we'll we'll see what's going on in the upcoming uh, election time to see what what what's happening right. with the conversation per se. But uh, hopefully, it's going to be driving towards understanding that this is an opportunity we need to grasp now. Right. And how do you think solar energy, solar panels, and blockchain technology? How do you think that both of these spaces can kind of synergize each other in this day and age um well i have a i always start with that anecdotal stuff and, and stories because by all means please it helps it helps it helps me minimize uh my mumbling and my little uh you know uh my little add moments that i like to have uh and i say no, that in a dude, good way dude, i think no, I, yeah I, listen I, listen no worries at all and in fact you know some of those musings are actually helpful I think they oh, actually for sure. explain and kind oh. of provide like Oh, if a lot you rewind of, back and slow yeah. it down, you're going to have a lot of gems. I, I agree with oh, you. Listen, I do the same, <laughs> listen, I do the same thing. So like when I'm about to get out of point two, you know, I kind of like, I kind of just end up like blurting out kind of the, you could almost say like the, the background noise of, you know, kind of leading up to the main point. So yeah, I agree with you. I think the bang company. doesn't. The bang doesn't help the situation, but uh, shout out to bang, I guess. You know, we'll, it is we'll good see energy if, drink. Ah, uh, yeah. I you see, to, <laughs> I used to if, they, if they're sustainable, we'll see if they if they can get sponsored. Only if they're sustainable, though. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they first came out. They did. They had the lemon or the lemon drop flavored, and they had a champagne flavored one. This was like 2013, 2014, and they were everywhere. I'm not gonna lie. Their Pretty marketing good. is the, their marketing. Yeah. Their, their their Instagram. We'll get we'll get into that more. But, but yeah. inst, if you go into their Instagram marketing strategy, I'm I'm really into diving deep into the psychology of things and their yeah. marketing strategy. I mean, I don't have to tell you. It's just it just worked really well. It's yeah. just an amazing oh, yeah. thing, you know. And, and it's been copied bang. numerous times. But yes, uh, to your point about you know solar panels and blockchain synergizing each other. Yeah. So so the main reason why it is. Um, so the antidote, so Michael Saylor, I think, uh, I, I don't know if you, if you, yes. under, if you, do you know, okay. So he's one of the first see, you know, fortune 500, whatever you want to call him. One of the main important people in the U S that has a lot of money in business to pretty much shift 
a considerably high amount of the value yes. in his company and risk it for a little bit of a brisket. Let's he just, wasn't half-assing it. He really went he didn't half -ass hard. It. Yeah. So, sure. so because he did it at the you know optimum time, and but this is not what it is, man. He did something very important, and he did it because he knew what he was doing, in my opinion. And and I have a you know I have my Apple Watch a lot of times, uh, pretty much giving me notifications. So what happens is. You know, I like to so I like to engineer my social media uh, outlet. So if I have something interesting, my news feed, everything is what I want it want want what I want to see, not what somebody else wants me to right. see. So, so Michael Saylor, you know, and and uh, and a lot of other people that I that I respect are are on my uh, on my feed a lot. And one of the feeds that came up was, was one of his tweets, and it said, you know, Bitcoin is digital energy. If you understand that, you have an advantage. So until everybody understands that you have an advantage, uh, yeah. and, and, and I think the, the wording, it was a lot more poetic, but you, I think you get the concept. But the reason yeah. why he's saying that is in the holy grail of things in the, in the long run, store of value is Bitcoin. So if you read the Satoshi white papers, Satoshi uh, Nakamoto is, is, is one of the people that pretty much, you know, we should all know, right? <laughs> Right. If you don't, uh, less than long, that's another story. And, but know, essentially, on the white theories about the true identity of uh, Satoshi. Oh no, dude, we can go. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, that's, let's, that's we can go into all right that. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, you know, that 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 message in the white paper essentially entailed being able to create store of value, and then you know, Ethereum uh, proves uh, you know being able to store complex contract agreements. So so you have store value. And, and, and contracts to be able to digitize. And then you have a lot of these other layers like Cardano coming on as actual other layers like interoperability and being able to do scale things. So they, they're pretty much sandwiching into the ability to drive value in the most optimum way. And a lot of times the most optimum way to drive value across different chains is, is, is energy, energy contracts and energy, uh, you know, energy agreements in a sense. So, so, People, people in the solar and energy industry, I think, have have long been 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 training for for cryptocurrency technology yeah. to mature this whole time. They just didn't know it. And that's the way I'd like to explain it. And I think I'm going to leave the rest of the, the exploring as the as the opportunity, because I think one of the most important things for for mankind is to not take away the opportunity for you to discover and have free will to understand how much of opportunity we have here. So I'm not going to give up too much of the. Of, of, right. of how much in interesting this can get because I think blockchain is an interesting thing if you get into the journey of it and not just by somebody telling you to buy something or to sell something. So right. I, I stay away from Forex style uh, conversations because of that. But I will say Bitcoin is, is the closest. I mean, cryptocurrency in general is the closest to, to you know, to, to energy and, and, and the journey to understanding this will allow you to, to kind of unlock that. And, and if right. you don't understand this now, uh, there's people that do understand this and, uh, you know, we have, we we understand it so much. We have time to twist our, twist our hairs out here, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> We've twisted a lot of hairs. We've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Digging the hair too. <laughs> we we got it. We had to plug the dreads in right on the, on that yeah. one, you know, yeah. that's my journey too. that. <laughs> <laughs> got it. And you know what, what's, what's interesting. And this is, this might just be musings on my part. But let's say Texas, being one of the major blockchain innovators and centers of the U.S., plus if you add in solar panels, given 
the business and tax-friendly environment of Texas. And also given the climate, and I think for the most part, Texas is relatively flat compared to a lot of states as well. It you know almost strategically seems like this is a really good place to have really sustainable, you know, clean energy. And having that power, what is essentially going to be the magic bullet for a lot of problems, you know, now and in the future with blockchain no, I agree. currency technology. I agree. You know, solving that. I completely agree with you. I think it is going to be the most important place. But 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 to but to, to, to kind of expand on to your point, something important happening somewhere uh, the holy you know, the holy epicenter. It, and I like to, to right. look at it as as like, you know, the Mecca of, of places. So a lot of times when there's a holy place, people tend to fight about it. And, and we see that in religion a lot. Right. And so what right. I, the reason why we see that is because it, it, we, we don't want it to just think about it as being the only place. It is the, the the decentralization of the ideas of the mechanisms of the tooling technology, all across so that the whole the whole point is, a de is to decentralize for you to create these networks because if you don't you're still vulnerable to to the future we're going into so so why I say that you can you can be the you can be you can have a fruitful outcome to your business without monopolizing opportunities right. and if you understand how to uh, you know use open source to your advantage and leverage things like social media to your advantage, you'll understand the, that community, the, 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 the social business, as they say, or, or, or the community business is, is a thriving thing that is, that, that brings a lot of, a lot of value to shareholders. And, and that is really what we're seeing accumulating and going into these, these layer one chains really, to be honest with you. Yeah. And by the way, um, that's a very great example you use. Uh, somebody, especially for somebody who's a history nerd, and I especially love medieval history. That is a very good way. Oh of, man, dude, I I love it. I love medieval history. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually like if you think of the, I guess if you think of the original schism between, I guess, in the Catholic Church and the Dark Ages, then you essentially you had, you know, Rome and you had like the Byzantine Empire, you know, Correct. representing East and West respectively. And then, yeah, you absolutely kind of get a situation like that. Yeah, no, I, you know, Assassin's Creed, you know, Civilization, oh, all these games. Creed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I think that the, the, uh, what I envision, but for example, you know, shameless plugging and shilling my future projects like Solarpunk NFTs is to be able to have like an Assassin's Creed uh, Civilization style open worlds with the with the craziness of uh, G GTA and, oh. uh, and Taxi and Taxi you from Dreamcast. my language here. I love you remember Taxi games. from Dreamcast, though? I that's remember Taxi. That's oh, the that's cherry cool. on top. Yeah. That's like 25 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I remember. That's that how game. you really. Yeah. That's how you really put a little aesthetic, and that's how you. That's how you put a little bit of a hipster on it, with but not too much. You know, you. Right. <laughs> hey, but listen, listen. You make this. Sign me up. I love Assassin's Creed. Vice City is probably one of my favorite games ever, and this idea is incredible. So. Well, if everything works. Listen, if everything works out and, and we keep seeing each other on our and our journeys, uh, this is, as I say, uh, you know, this is an ordained journey for me in terms of it just happens. It's just just part of the natural cycle. It's like, you know, either the community is a million st stronger or, or, or 50 million strong. I have no clue. I have no control over that. But that's not for me to say. But the journey is going to be there. So, you know, you will be able to see it and, and participate in it. Good stuff. Well, I'll be heading to the Lone Star State later this year, so 
I will keep you posted well in advance. Yeehaw. <laughs> awesome. So, Metal Fur Kitty, you're running this on a proof-of-stake Cardano blockchain platform. So, could you explain to people what Cardano is and why Cardano yes. is probably, if not the best, you could say, platform and tool to use for what you're doing? Yeah, so, um, so for the most part, you know, Cardano, we, we see as, as one of the first um, very utility-heavy NFTs on the Cardano space. Um, and it is, it is really utilizing the proof-of-stake ability of it because the whole journey is, is to be able to create, you know, staking nodes that allow the different uh, 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 sanctuaries, welfare sanctuaries, cat sanctuaries that we're going to be working with to yeah. allow them to create their own little uh per se you know donation nodes right so so you know our roadmap you know starts with with uh you know with with the first series of metaphor kitties that that were kind of envisioned uh through the original uh, i think conversation we had and i don't know if that was pre-live before the live or after the live did i kind of give you the origin of it yeah you, you touched you touched on it a little bit but uh listen feel free to expand and no, for elaborate sure. and you know where, where, whatever else you feel appro is appropriate Oh, yeah. So, you know, the original founders are actually, you know, um, are actually uh, Greg Nuss and, and Ra Rachel Lambeth. And then we partnered together to 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 come to come up with the whole with the whole concept uh, to, to, to really get it robust on the Cardano network. But me and Greg actually met in fund six of Cardano in the idea scale community. All right. So oh. essentially, this is the birth of a Web3 movement. So. Yeah. Idea Scale is pretty much the Web3 community that runs the governance, you know, opportunities for Car for Cardano. And so, yeah. you know, uh, there's no permission for you to be on there. There's a trustless <laughs> permissionless opportunity. But eventually, the time that you put into that opportunity tends to we yield the amount of rewards that you get. Essentially, you know, how much how much uh, voice you have in the community, how much. Uh, uh, tokens you might be able to be dropped as a way to create bounties. So people tend to forget that uh, the forex, the forex strategy of, of of building your your wealth or your bag per se is actually not the way to do it nowadays. It is being able to, to putting your time in the actual utility. Go out there, find uh, you, you know case. You know if you if you know if you even if you don't have coding ability, finding an opportunity to learn what you like to do. And then finding where that is being worked on by yeah. somebody else and then putting your two cents in it until you realize that there's a lot more sense than you can put in than two. And then yeah. eventually that turns into people having to give value back to the, all those cents you put in. And so um, and what happens is eventually one of those IPOs will, will, will you know, will eventually, you know, make wave. But long story short. I found one of his fun six projects that were similar to an idea that I was having, uh, which was being able to use NFTs uh, and, and metadata as a way to be able to create, um, you know, solar projects. And what, yeah. you know, the idea is to be, be able to, to fund the solar project uh, with, with, uh, with essentially, you know, a note, an NFT note, and that could be created a, a, a million different ways, but be able to have, you know, smart contracts built into it. And actually now we've gotten to the point where we're going to have it self-funding through staking uh, and, and self-staking and, and, and investing opportunities well, where when you buy this, the, when you get into a solar opportunity, you'll automatically have it 
self-stake and re- and take those rewards to pay off the principal of the loans in general. Right. And so that opportunity was something that he already worked on extensively. So what happens in the traditional age is like, oh my God, you know, you he has my idea, I have your idea. Oh my God, where, you know, right. somebody's going to take away opportunity. No, what we do is we figure out where you are and then we try to, we try to feed as much collaboration possible to, to move our idea forward together to the next stage because if right. he has more things that I have, then that means that it's more important for the for the greater good than for, for my selfish ability to just have a business that I called my idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so sure. that really is what I think Web3 is. And that's where we started this uh, this conversation. Uh, and so that's where Metaphor Kitties kind of came about. And what is this what does this have to do with uh, with with Metaphor Kitty NFT? It is a vehicle to learn to understand the blockchain communities and create relationships so that you can create actual utilities and use cases. It is not just the, the, your ability to create the most shiny object that is a JPEG right. to sell it for $50,000, $100,000, which I would well, gladly do anyways if I could. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you get my point, you know, right. um, there's a time and a place for it. And so. Right. And, and um, since, you know, Cardano does use a proof of stake consensus algorithm, Let's talk about, you know, at least quickly, staking versus mining. Because I think a lot of times when people from the outside or people who are not either in the space or have interests that are probably going to be affected by this space, a lot of times people will bring up how energy intensive and how much, I guess you could say, how energy uh, consumptive, you know, blockchain processes are, especially when it comes to mining. And gotcha. I, th- I think the growing sentiment is, is that staking um, seems in many ways to be a much better alternative. And many projects actually use a proof of stake consensus algorithm. Um, could you talk a little bit about that and why, you know, staking is is good and what makes it very, you could say, energy efficient and what makes it just uh, more appealing, generally speaking? Uh, no, you, 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 you put it, you started the intro pretty well. So, you know, a lot of people... Uh, ask it the way you do, you know, what is the difference between mining and, 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 and proof of stake? But essentially mining is, is, is the ability to, to collect data per se, right? You're, you're mining data. So, right. so, so a lot of people have the physical, the physical ability to mine as the, as the ability. So essentially you, you have the basic way to mine electricity. Sorry, I, I apologize. Mine, uh, uh, blockchain. So in Bitcoin, you have the ability for you to be able to mine hashing rates and those hash rates allow you to be able to earn certain rewards for you approving the transaction and, and, and verifying and essentially securing the network. And, and that, is the, uh, the, that is proof of work. So you have to show your work that, that you did to allow, your, to allow the reward to unlock. And this is all through protocols. And this, this, is, this is written into smart contracts, right? And so what happens is the ability for somebody to verify that they did that, that work is getting harder because the, the, the value is getting higher, right? The reason right. why it's getting higher is because people are spending more money to verify more tra- the same transactions, to be honest with you, uh, or, or more. It doesn't really matter. But what matters is the more the network grows, even, even at, at a non-exponential level, the more intense energy intensive it is because right. let's go back to a digital bitcoin is digital energy 
whatever you burnt to create that coin can be and should be and will be traced all the way back to the source of how you did it. And so that is proof of work. That is, that's proof of work. But right now it's just being used to show the hash rates. But what's happened was when smart contracts and came into the play, you really dive deep into what actually proof of work is. And proof of work is really showing that it is very energy intensive because you're going to need bigger data centers, bigger uh, uh, operations, more energy to have to mine it. And so when, when displacements like Kazakhstan's displacements happen out there, um, oh, right. it wasn't because of a political turmoil that has anything to do with some crazy shit that's going on out there. It's because the government was shutting down a lot of mining centers. Right. Because they blamed it for intense energy use. Um, and they might be correct in a way, but they're really incorrect because in the long run, the journey that has been pretty much ordained into the smart contracts from 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 Satoshi Nakamoto all the way to all these white papers that you see out here is the ability to make it more green friendly or make it more sustainable. So proof of work is the birth of being able to allow you to mine your data remotely through cloud opportunities, thus decentralizing the data centers and be able to get into the next generation. So to simplify it, you have proof of work, which means you have to prove your work, which means you have to have actual proof right. physically, or you can have proof of stake, which is you have to prove that you have staked into the right. work. So you can do that now remotely. And so that is why it's more sustainable because not everybody needs physical burning energy to prove it. They can aggregate it through the the scaling of cloud mining, cloud networks. Sure. And by the way, I have to add this. Uh, and for any viewers listening right now, if you're taking any certification related to blockchain and cryptocurrency, um, please listen to Iyab Erko's explanation of mining versus staking right now. I'll have to pro perhaps call you Professor Erko next time around. That I think that was a very, very solid explanation. And and by the way, you know, I, I appreciate and love all certifications. I think they're important. But let me let me be a testament that that you don't need certification. What you need is the ability to have the passion enough into what you want to do to dive deep into what you're about to use so that you understand the, the, the technology you're wielding and the power that you have or not have. And so right. I appreciate the, the compliment, but what I'm saying is everybody has the, the opportunity to do exactly what I'm doing. Sure, awesome. Um, moving back to the Metaphor Kitty NFT project. So one of the questions I got actually a moment ago was why cats? Why have a collection dedicated to, I guess you could say resolving, or you could say, um, you know, assisting with stray cats. Now. I did some research leading up to this episode, so apparently there are as many as 58 million stray cats in the United States at the moment. At various times, it could be as high as 75 million. So, you know, um, I don't think this is something that necessarily a lot of people are very, very aware of, uh, you know, to, to say the very least. Um, no, not, I think, I think, you know, I'm going to geek out on you on this because it, it is a lot about that. It is everything about what you said, but I'm, I'm going to take it a, a, a little bit deeper. You know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm really into, you know, 
uh, into Black Panther and 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 the yeah. whole comic movement. And so, so let me explain something about the whole you know cats and the cougars. And I even have my little oh very know, nice my little cat. And maybe maybe this might be you know one of the NFTs that's gonna morph into you know uh, one of when it you, we never know. I don't know. I don't know what right. I just said. Oops. But the cat is, I think, one of the most sustainable animals. Interesting. And I think that that is a representation for me because um, it is it is a very all right. <laughs> if you have a cat or a dog at home, which one needs you more? <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, the dog will. That dog is energy intensive. That dog is proof of work, and the cat <laughs> is proof of stake. All right, let's just put it that way. Wow. <laughs> That's it. And so um, I think that awesome. is, it is the best explanation for for the transition into the nimbleness that you have to have is, you know, is, you know, the cat in the wild is the you know, it doesn't have to be the lone star ranger. But, you know, the tiger, the lion, it's 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 the whole you no know, matter if it's a lone tiger or a pack. It has a lot to do with the sustainability of how the pack hunts, how the tiger hunts, how how the feline is even in the in the streets, right. how they are able to hunt. They're they're so sustainable. They they create the the populations that end up becoming an issue in the in the first place. They are very sustainable. But I think they're they're so sustainable. I think a lot of times, cat. Well, this is my opinion too, but stray cat populations are more sustainably ingrained into this into modern society than than dog stray populations. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, just let's just think about it. Because as Black Panther, I can probably uh, have nine lives and, and like skip and and jump out of the car. The dog is probably gonna get hit trying to find food because right. it's very needy. So I say that as a joke uh, to say that the cat is a very sustainable symbol and and i think it fits very well to how cardano is as a as, as a community in general is we flip right out of uh, the car way <laughs> well I, I gotta say i i definitely appreciate it i i find it actually really illuminating <laughs> comparing proof of work to dogs proof of stake to cats it's actually a very good way of putting it by the way i, I can just came up with that on the spot so that we just coined perfect. that together absolutely that was that was awesome. I copy, copy hey. as they say, uh, as they say, uh, as this one rapper said, copy that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I guess you know. I guess if you, I guess when it comes to dogs, I, I think what you know, whether you're looking at you know, um, you know, the beginning of like socialized wolves in like you know prehistoric times, and then you have dogs. Uh, for the most part, in many ways, canines are always either surrounded by or they're part of a human's you know ecosystem, and. You know, I read a I read a paper a long time ago, but you know, you know, cats, house cats, or you know, what is I guess you could say the modern evolution of a cat. It's been like um, I guess you could say half socialized and half not. So um, you know, there was I one of the theories was is that cats can't or never were truly you could say domesticated, even though they're considered you know you know domesticated you know in a, in of themselves, so to say. Um, you know, high intelligence, but, you know, trainability for the most part, it's, it's very, very, you know, damn hard. And I think if you look at a lot of cat species like tigers, um, yeah. they, they, they're, uh, they hunt solo, they exist solo, you know, for instance, many cat species do, I think probably except lions, but, um, you know, there is a lot of the proof is in the pudding, as they say. It is, it is. I think, I think, you know, the, the whole, the whole point of resiliency is to make sure that 
the individual stake is as strong as the community itself. Yeah. And so if you don't, if you don't empower each person just as much as you're powering the, empowering the organization, uh, you're not really empowering. So, so I think that is a symbol, for example, you know, I think, you know, religious uh, entities have, 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 have had the opportunity to, to, to use a vehicle of, 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 of empowering the community, but sometimes it is not in the, most sustainable way and i'm not just picking on religion and i and, and, and i'm not no, you know i'm very interoperable like i said we're very we're very uh we're very uh you know futuristic and and, yeah. and very open you know uh, my business partner is is is, is in Ram, is on ramadan right now i'm on intermittent fasting you know i grew up uh you know in, in a lutheran church so uh we're very open to a lot of things but it is oh, yeah. it is a way and in a vehicle to show that you know you can open up opportunities of of empowerment all the way down to the individual cell nuclei, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And, and that's, you know, you're just as strong as your weakest link, you know? And so I think decentralization is about, you know, owning your own data, um, you know, owning your own wallet, uh, owning your own, you know, it's just, yeah. it's about, it's about all that. And so I think Cardano has, has been a good, a good vehicle. Now, no, I'm not a maximalist and I, and I've, and I have been, and we'll be with Cardano for a lot of my my projects and opportunities, but right. it's also understanding empowerment means understanding that you know you can bridge in, with an EVM and, and 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 bridge, you know if you want to have the coldest uh, 3D looking thing in the world and it only works on Solano EVM that sucker through uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I think shout out is it is it milk 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 dramada milk dramada milk dramada and uh, you know people at DC Spark, you know they have they're creating amazing uh, EVM opportunities so that people are not shilling and max being maximalist and digging themselves into into this the only place to do it and not realizing that you can have your cake and eat it too if you just respect the other project and just use the other project's uh, you know strength to your to your weakness and and bridge whatever protocol that you can't you can't do over there and then you know keep just secure the network that way and so right. it's just an opportunity to empower people to the point where. They can talk like me, where I can be very simple or or very get very very well very well engineerly technical because I was empowered by a lot of people. This this can, this comes from a lot of mentors that I've had, uh, you know, people like Alejandro Laplana, people like uh, you know Muhammad Abdullah, people like uh, Greg Nuss, uh, a lot of people that I've worked in this industry with right now that have that have given me the ability to 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 kind of you know rein in a lot of opportunities through through you know through free thinking and ability to, to kind of experiment with a lot of different opportunities. So, you know, that, that's, that's empowerment at, to the social, to the individual level. Very well said. And, uh, you know, I, I like the example that you use. Um, I think being only being as strong as your weakest link. And I think the only way to determine what a weakest link is, whether it's in people, organizations, religion, uh, various bureaucracies or entities is really by talking, criticizing, reflecting, and then really figuring out a solution. Yeah. I mean, that's the first step. You have to be able to speak it. Let's talk about it. it. Let's talk yeah, about talk it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Absolutely. So that's uh, very, very, uh, very well said earlier. So if uh, so if, if somebody wants to start building their metal, their I'm sorry, their metaphor kitty collection, uh, for example, what wallets uh, can they use? So for the most part, you know, on the car, there, there's a, there's a way for you to be able to download multiple wallets. And obviously, 
there's there's the whole ecosystem that you have but we try to simplify a lot of this conversation and i'll share you know obviously we have some links i'm pretty sure that i've shared with you but we'll share i'll share some links in the comments right here that that will be in the sure. comment section but it's 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 you know where your Roy wallet has been has been a great place but but there is a way to for you you know there's there's actual explainers that we have ready and will be actually put into the actual minting process if you want to do cc vault wallets Yoroi wallet uh, uh nami wallet and i think there's another wallet that i'm that i'm that i'm interested in um and i want to plug them because they're really awesome because you know i keep track of, of these wallets and that's and, and but the most part is we have all the basic ones all the instructions are going to be on there I'm just saying there isn't going to be an easy way for you to be able to do this. And if even if you don't, and you don't understand this, we'll be have we'll have an we'll have an op opportunity to explain how you can get your basic Coinbase and be able to bridge your stuff correctly and kind of yeah. walk you through the process. And uh, you know, I did a lot of uh, PDF writing, uh, and and uh, and and I have a group called Cryptonomics on Facebook, and so. Um, I've kind of uh, uh, used that, started using that community back up again as a way for, for, for me to do uh, like Zendex support style stuff for, for anybody that wants to come and get actual support of, 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 and conversations and kind of take the conversation somewhere else. It doesn't really matter. But uh, for the most part, Yoroi Wallet is going to be a really good opportunity. We already have that all the way set up on the, uh, on the page. Uh, for, in my opinion, if you're a little bit more tech savvy, CC Vault is probably the way you want to go. And there's, you know, we can talk about it on Twitter. Come debate me about that if you want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nami sure. Wallet I like because uh, because of the fact that, you know, you're able to show off your NFT collection, uh, you know, into on your wallet pretty well. And it's a little bit more UI. There's a pro and con to a lot of it, man. There's, it's not a sh There's no maximalistic to this, this stuff. Right. But simply put, we have instructions to be able to secure your wallet correctly and be able to buy your kit, crypto kitties and put them into your own secure wallet wherever you, wherever that may be. Got it. Good stuff. And I have a Yoroi wallet, and uh, I have a few other wallets as well. Yoroi is it's decent. I got to say, it's very, it's very straightforward. It's very it's very linear. So uh, yeah. you know, as far as like navigating and getting started, it's probably one of the better options. I would have to say. It is. It is. That's yeah. why we actually started with it as our intro. But 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 to to the point of what I'm talking about, I'm in, I'm heavy into. I'm heavy into the debates a lot of times in the spaces and all that. Yeah. Or I listen in. I mean, I'm very, I'm very open and I'm in, I'm inside the communities. I don't have my opinions from from TikTok people that like to shill their right. coin of the day. Right. I like to talk to the development team that is probably on their seventh bang, trying to figure <laughs> out when to take testnet it is to a good energy drink in all fairness so i <laughs> can't blame them <laughs> i'm just saying works. like you know you get my point right like yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's 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 damn near as close as you can get to the heart of of, of our community so you can't do that for all the community so so it's a it's a sign of being able to hone in on the one that you really are going to be interested in so from that point of view i'm going to say that you know being a maximalist is not the way to look at a lot of this stuff but they do have plenty of opportunities to learn how Yoroi is the simplest way. But sometimes Yoroi, oh, the debate is that, you know, it gets a little boggled down. And I think they already patched it already. But essentially, whenever there's big opportunities and, 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 and accumulation times where network traffic gets a little busy, there are wait times that, that, are, that are not the best times. And so what actually that reveals is the third party programs, and I'm not going to name names in my opinion, in my opinion because this is not a way to 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 bring down any any other sure. project this is a way for to say that that every every place has a has the opportunity to do it the right way 
But a lot of times when you have an opinion about the the scalability, it's not about Cardano a lot of times or 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 or, or about Bitcoin or it's about the third party, the second layer or or new opportunity that's being governed, developed by somebody that did not do the initial governance stage. So so the reason why I bring that up is like the U2 the U2 the UTXO model uh, has been debated as being too slow for Cardano, not understanding that there's a longer game to this opportunity. And if you understand that, you know, Plutus is, is and, and a lot of the Cardano community, IOHK has the most verifiable communities. And, and, and I mean, I'm not going to say the most verifiable, the most, ver- uh, what is it? The most um, peer reviewed, uh, you know, uh, uh, code out there. And I'm not saying that peer, peer, code needs to be peer reviewed. I just mean, there's a lot of time that has been ch- uh, changed for energy in this space. Right. So if you believe in, in the energy being 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 crypto uh, or the energy time value energy trade trains into there, I've seen a lot of really intellectual people put their time and and and, and trust in, 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 in the knowledge that has been put in this code. And so long story short, there's a lot of ways to do a lot of this stuff. But right now, I think the best way to do it is is Yoroi wallets. Uh, and, 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 and NAMI wallets, uh, CC vaults, or whatever you're comfortable with. And so uh, I think our Cardano community will appreciate the interoperability of my recommendation because a lot of times people are like, just give me the simple one. I'm like, I'd be lying to you if I told you it's just it's just the simple one. But that's also the sign of of an actual NFT project that is, that is on its way to a utility case. We're not here to shield the opportunity of like, you know, buy, buy, buy. And I think, you know, you should right. buy, buy, buy. But I think you should learn, learn, learn a right. lot more. Yeah. And so I think you just learn with us is what I'm saying. Well said. And, you know, when, when putting this together, you know, figuring out, you know, what platform to stick with, you know, I would imagine whether this is just through research or even just through, you know, conversations with other people, I'm sure maybe it's come across your way. Why not just use Ethereum? And, and by the way, so this question is really not as a criticism of, of, of Ethereum, but maybe, maybe just some sort of constructive feedback. Why did they ultimately opt for something that was non-Ethereum when, you know, creating, creating this, you know, creating this project? Because it seems to me, even, even now, and by the way, Ethereum is great, but many will tend, to, tend, will tend to stick with or at least start with Ethereum as far as, you know, building an NFT collection and doing everything and anything else in between. Uh, you know, I'll explain it from my point of view, and I think that you know sometimes I might I might be able to speak for for a lot of the community in the Cardano community sometimes, or the, a lot of cryptocurrency community, yeah. or a lot of the entrepreneurship community. But for me, the conversation of scalability gets a little too toxic when you're I trying think. to create communities that actually care about utility, right? Right. So long story short, I'm going to be blunt with you. People like away. people like me and Greg and you know a lot of people that are involved. We are actually we actually have utility of we have real life utility. Like right now, I'm on the way to to a solar and, and a storage opportunity that has been pre-booked, um, and and I'm going to be doing a site survey. I'm going to do a virtual opportunity with them. I'm going to be in the attic taking pictures. 
I'm I actually have a real work. Like I'm still working. Like I I'm I'm not eating off my bathing my 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 bathing ape or my ape coin right now. Right. I'm not shilling to eat. And I'm I remember this is not a this is not a down for any of that because if if I had the if I had the if I if it, if it satisfied me to be this way, I would do it. But it just right. doesn't give me the satisfaction. So for me, use use cases satisfy me. You know, I didn't. You know, my my parents didn't immigrate all the way here for that. You know, for that for that JPEG. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. long story short, a lot of people in this community, including Greg, resonate with the, the way I like to work, which is just you start with the utility in mind. You know, you write out your dream first, and you just like put it into reality. Like there's just no right. f-ins about. There's no f-ins there. F-in. Damn. Yeah. Uh, wordplay uh, gone off. I think we're like losing a little bit of the bars because I'm in the middle of nowhere here. <laughs> no, no, you're looking fine right now. No, I was Always. just trying to uh, to to excuse my uh, my stutter right there for a second. <laughs> the bars <laughs> fell off, so I, I missed the word. No, don't worry. Yeah, don't no, worry. So, and, and by the way, like uh, yeah. if you feel it will get the point across. Listen, if you want to, you know, swing the sledgehammer. <laughs> listen, speak. Freely. Oh no, man, listen, dude. I listen to me. I joke around all the time. Yeah. Like I'm a person that's on live. Like. This is our realm. Like, in my opinion, yeah. in my opinion, if you're a Fortune 500 person looking at this, or for somebody that's coming from that community, uh, welcome to the new, the new world. World. We've been doing this since 2006. <laughs> you know, my my Facebook page has been open since 2006, uh, and so you know, I say that to say that you know we're authentic and we're we're open. Everybody's welcome to the you know the way they they learn, uh, and the way you learn is more important than 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 the rigid way to learn. I so, agree. Well said. So when it comes to NFTs, for people who are still very wary, very cautious, and I would say even cynical, how would you explain what an NFT is? You know, listen, you're quite a wordsmith, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing how you'll, uh, you know, articulate and conceptualize this. But how would you explain that? Because I would even imagine like right now, um, you know, it is very hard to get most people interested or at least comfortable with this space. You know, blockchain, NFTs, metaverse. Most people still have this kind of, uh, you know, this uh, great degree of caution when either talking or about even exploring the possibility of starting. Gotcha. So simply put, an NFT or a non-fungible token is, is, is an ability for you to put a fingerprint digitally on a digital item of some sort so that you can itemize and depreciate it in almost in an infinite matter meaning that you know if, if and the reason why i picked the word fingerprint is you know fingerprint is is unique to, to everybody there's no this there's no two fingerprints alike and even twins well tend to have even you know i think some you know different ridges a little bit i'm not really sure about that part uh don't do not try to in the comment section, do not try right. to uh, scope check me, man. Right. <laughs> right. No, the, but point, the point was made, though. Point being, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, point being, it's a fingerprint, and it's a way for you to fingerprint it. So long story short, it is the sustainable way for me to go to the digital, uh, uh, you know, state representative, whatever, wherever I go to file my copyright and file a patent or a copyright patent in a sense and say, this is my idea. I'm, yeah. This is my painting. And a lot of times, artists, when you create something new and you write it, there's common copyright rules and common copyright clause, and, and common, you know, there's a lot of things that protect it as the as the reason of you just creating it. The, the 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 ability for you to create a patent is just you creating that something unique. So 
This is just for you to put your fingerprint on it or your name right. on it or your signature. So an NFT is just a signature per se. But the cool part is an NFT is a digital signature. It's a metadata signature on the blockchain. And so that opens up infinite ability for you to create singer signatures for infinite things. Yeah. And so now I can NFT anything. Right. So I can NFT anything means the world is open for me to NFT. So people get lost. But what should I NFT was the second thing that, that happens. And so the, for the people that go to that stage instead of get crazy, the next thing you're going to NFT are things that already have value to begin with. Because right. that is how you test it first. So if I can go ahead and test what I already have, like if I go, for example, like if I go to another country and I can test, if I can test my dollar worked and I'm like, shit, oh damn, they they just accepted my fucking currency. I'm yeah. going to be a little bit more comfortable uh, not coming with, not having to do exchange rates, right? Right. Well, if I am, if I, you know, the equivalent to that, if I'm able to realize that, that I don't have to exchange uh, you know, the ability for me to, to realize it, then I don't have to worry about any of that. So right. for me, um, I want to put it in a simpler way. It is the ability for you to realize what's important for you to create a fingerprint on. So artists are going to be the first people that are probably going to have the, the epiphany. So that's why you're seeing art being the first one to take advantage of it. So right. you have Beeble, uh, that that took the record for 68 oh, yeah. million. Um, I think the second record got took by a 19 year old not too long ago for 25 million, uh, and then 30. You know, there's a, there's a, you know there are there are records that are being met, but that are artists realizing that they're they're able to have their copyright infringement all built in, all self executing, and if and if depending on which vehicle of cryptocurrency you use, and that's where it gets smart, you can have your fingerprint a lot more smarter. So if there's right. not one more, just like there's not, there's, there's not one kind of cryptocurrency, there's not one kind of an NFT. And so right. why did we put it on Cardano Network? Because a lot of us, including me, Greg, and, and, and Rachel, and a lot of people, we're actually from the energy industry. I, I actually own a solar, uh, solar and energy industry uh, agency along with uh, uh, partners of mine, and, and we're really into the solar industry. So we actually have one of the biggest utility and use cases to allow crypto to really have its last leg as the maturity happens. So it only makes sense to be in the most secure network that we feel to be, which is the right. Cardano ecosystem. And we're, we'll stay here until we've secured everything else around it. Because at the end of the day, the fundamentals and the layer ones have been built really robustly. And, and, and the ability for us to figure that out is more important to, than to run around and create holes everywhere. Right. And fork everywhere, per se. Right. Now, with that being said, with that being yeah. said, this is this is the ability to also understand places like DC Spark, uh, and, and I'm gonna you know shout them out to say you know they create things like uh, I think Milk Dramada, and we're gonna start testing a lot of the the EVMs that have been launched out there. And I keep saying these words to not pick any other work because that's that is the Twitter space I was in. That is the Twitter space where I talked to this dev, dev, dev team. Right. So I don't like to talk about things that I don't have experience with or sure. that I have stamp my name into or i'm willing to die for all the way and so i shield with honor you know what i'm saying show with honor that's right Riggs, that's right that, that i think that is certainly what's needed a bit more in in uh I, i'm gonna coin shield with honor. honor let me go let me right. go put an nft uh on it real quick. Honor. <laughs> yeah i know right so 
you know, based on your explanation, it would be fair to say, if you're an NFT creator, you can essentially be your own copyright and patent office, where essentially you, whatever work you make, you can essentially, you can say, authenticate it and make it a genuine, you could say, creation, which has like a real genuine, you know, um, article of, of proof, whereas, you know, I guess going to a patent office that requires a third party and that could take a very long time. I guess in NFTs, you could say you can kind of be your own artist and patent office for your own work. Yeah, no, for, that's for sure. So, but, but, but there's a caveat to that. Oh, by the way, hundred percent, I'm going to say to say, well, every single thing you said stands true and nothing I can say will refute that, but I can add oh, on please. to the complexity of yeah, it yes, and please. say that, uh, you know, if you are going to think that you're going to have the ability to have 10 lawyers with a copyright infringement right behind you, uh, equivalent to the way you can NFT now, you'd be mistaken because we're at the infancy stage. Right. A lot of right. times right now we are checking the viability while creating the economy. That is how this system works. And that is just what I've learned. Uh, and I joke around to say this whole blockchain space was a ploy to trick us into learning how to code because I like that. What, and I think we talked about it a little bit. That's actually uh, the, when first, we, the first time I've ever done coding was actually in the blockchain space, actually. So <laughs> you're actually, first time you're right, I yeah. finally listened. So I, I was, I was coding in ninth grade, took my C plus plus, but I understand it, but I, you know, I'm not a coder. So, you know, I never will disrespect anybody, but I understand, you know, I understand the different ITs and different departments. You know, I'm not going to go ask, uh, I'm not going to go ask the back end development department that likes to stay on the command lines to, to give me another password. That is a right. slap in the face. We know that right. <laughs> because they run command lines. Like they can, might, they might erase me, you know, they, they might be like, dude, delete your ass out of my way. That's not what I do for, for this department. Right. It's to say that I understood the ecosystem. I understood the cadence. I understood, um, the hierarchy of how coding works. And once you understand that, it's actually a lot more valuable than than getting too caught up in learning how to code. Because yeah. getting too caught up in learning how to code, in my opinion, is is getting too caught up in being a Bitcoin maximalist. Interesting. Or Ethereum maximalist. It is understanding, respecting, and utilizing, and then growing by adding on and moving and repurposing and retooling. And, and really, if you again, if you dive deep into this debate um, and, and actually and, and, I, and I'm a proud person to say I am from the from the old school. We forgot our Bitcoins on hard drives all over the place. I had like 10, 12 Bitcoins in, 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 in hard drives. I don't even know where they are anymore because we were in it in 2009, 11, 12. Right. So we, we know we're the we're the crypto punks, per se, uh, of, of this industry because sure. because we don't really care about how it was used. Because we used it for what we wanted to, right. not for not not for our own purpose, agenda, and and twisted it into what it's not supposed to be. And so what I'm saying is that essence still needs to be true to it, and it has. And if you dive deep into the forums that that Satoshi was, the right, if you read the white paper, if you read the white paper of Vitalik Beer, and if you actually read the white paper of Charles Hoskinson, and if you if you understand the, uh, the the movement of what Algorand is doing, if you understand the movement of what Solana is doing, if you understand why Grayscale is has you know 
you know, moved moved around their their holding, and they don't even have Bitcoin and Ethereum in their top five. Uh, you know, uh, as 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 Dave Chappelle says, uh, if you ask Grayscale what what's their top five, and it's not Dylon. <laughs> By the way, that's that, that's a joke, and if that somebody understands a, it, high five. Good fans. reference, by the way. <laughs> oh, the Dave Chappelle skit of the real world. For anybody who's bored, go on YouTube and look at that. Look at that skit. Please, yes, please go that's, understand why Dave Chappelle and the whole skit about Dylon right. has a lot to do with uh, with the bad boy. He did a he did pretty much a skit of the bad boy uh, uh, group that 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 put Puffy was. Was right. bringing oh, up and uh, yeah. long story short, Puffy yeah. was an asshole, and, yeah. and all of them were just very eccentric uh, characters. And one when of them was like a Jamaican rapper. House, yeah, they can do stupid shit all the time. Yeah, and then I, how many of them actually even became famous? You know, from well, a lot of them kind of spurted off because right. Remember, <laughs> let, let me actually it, it, it points to why I said this. Yeah, what, they asked they asked this guy, "Who's your favorite ta- rapper?" And he said, <laughs> "Dylon, Dylon, 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 Dylon." So that's why it's not in my t- <laughs> right. Yeah. Understand your top fives, uh, and and respect. The- <laughs> respect I'm gonna go the- watch that again later now. <laughs> wow. But yeah. So um, yeah. no, I'm I'm going to say that you know I, I, as much as I will shill all the way, I have I have I've ran my battery from seventy percent on a brand new almost iPhone 13 Max to ten percent, which means we've utilized a really new battery. Yeah. Uh, all the way down to d- below its uh, it's 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 twenty percent. I loved this conversation. I appreciate it. But I'm gonna give you probably a twenty minute uh, um, uh, warning uh, before we'll spread her out with no battery. I got it. Because I'm remote. Well, so. Got it. Got it. Well, you know, um, I do have just one more question. Then actually, I think this. No, I nice. mean, keep talking if you have twenty. Yeah. I mean, let's wrap up like 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 in a twenty minute rundown. Okay. Sure. So, um, you know, for somebody who's who's uh, been in the space quite early. You've done quite a bit, to say the very least. What do you think is the universal appeal of this space? I don't think other tech segments or even other segments of different industries have this kind of appeal that draws people from all different parts of life, at different stages, all different countries and cultures, you know, into one point. I can't say off the top of my head, I mean, what, what other space has done that in such a great way, in such a smooth and you could almost say graceful way. The last place that has done that, um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna shill my my my, my Ethiopian background. The, the last place that has done that was was the uh, was the Aksum Empire, <laughs> uh, and I say that as a joke to say, you know, uh, the Aksum Empire in the Ethiopian culture was was a trade route, and and, and it was a, you know it was an opportunity for a lot of cultures. To come together, and so you know, I could trace a lot of cultural backgrounds even through my DNA. But I can also trace a lot of culture, no matter what it be religious culture, uh, it be um, you know uh, tribal culture, historic culture, scientific, anything you can think of to that photo crescent area. So as as well, um, a lot of um, I guess you could say very skilled mercenaries were actually from Ethiopia in the in dark the, ages. Well, I mean, we, you know, we were independent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Yeah. King of the Hill, you know what I'm saying? Come take it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, in yep. fact, like even as early as the as the uh, Roman Empire, um, a lot of cavalry, you know, um, mounted warriors actually came from Ethiopia because uh, the Roman Empire, they were mostly yep. like an infantry-based civilization. So they no, didn't really have sure. a lot of like naturally, you could say, gifted or institutional, like you could say, um, you know, 
you could say mounted warriors. So they always kind of, uh, you know, contracted these kind of mercenaries from everywhere else. One of the areas was actually Ethiopia. That is very true. King you know, Queen of conversations will kind of towards. And by the way, actually another shield. I mean it by no exaggeration. So creation. So one of the things you know, is, is helping my dad uh, write his biography on the blockchain, in my opinion. And so uh, I've wow. actually, uh, we've actually started to, his original work, it's, no, it's nowhere near, I'm not even near, near done with it, not sure all, but just giving you an understanding, like, you know, uh, blockchain has had the ability for, for me to, 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 to bring me and my dad, which sometimes have, you know, rocky relationships when it comes to, you know, two very strong-minded people together. Sure. And to be able to work alongside uh, uh, what they've been able to do, and and you know, made me realize I'm an artist, and that you know that he was right the whole bet that I didn't have to say it, <laughs> that I can still do it. So uh, it's 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 a yeah. joke to say that you know uh, this is something that you know it's it, I didn't have a I didn't need a permission for for me to work with him. It's like you know this is just my gift to him, uh, and I'm just gonna be able to do something, but. It's the community standard. It's the ability to, to build community. If you go into an, an Ethiopian restaurant, the first thing you're going to see if, if you're being recognized is is uh, is to be able to uh, say, hey, come eat with us. You know, yeah. that's what they say all the time. And so building community is part of the standard. And so, you know, with that, it attracts from this space. And why I, yeah. mentally that is a trait that you need to have is is the is the ability to sit down and open conversations uh you know they they say loud you know whatever you, you you believe in you know they say jesus hung around with 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 the common more than he did with 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 uh, with the wealthy and and it's not to say right. it has nothing to do with with money it has a lot to do with with knowledge per se and and that means that that his circle was was open to all types you know that is right. the way i look at it you know half the way i have the time You'll find me with all my friends in Oak Cliff. Half the time, you'll find me on the top of Stat uh popping champagne with one of the my you know one of my one of my favorite friends now, who's on his way to you know a billion dollars. But we don't we don't really care. We don't give a right. shit. We don't talk about that part. What we talk about is having an understanding that that this is a space for both of us to figure out how to work together in a sense. And so you know these are these are the places that are creating opportunities that are bigger than even what i can imagine and 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 to say as a as a as as a general steward of of this of this industry but i'm going to say from my, my perspective it's been an amazing one yeah and you know something i've noticed there is a natural inclination in this industry for people to want to collaborate and partner up with each other which i don't think per se exists in many uh, industries. Uh, there is, uh, I guess you could say, the, the fundamental culture, it's very positive. You know, even just from, right. from jump, you know, it's very, it's very opening. It's very, it's very, uh, you know, it's very helpful. It's very, uh, correct. All these, all these, you know, good feelings and good actions, um, this space seems to already have. No, it, it is because, uh, the, and the main reason why is because, and, I've, and this is my understanding, when you get, you know, and again, you know, I always like to metaphor it in. You know, Gucci right. Man has, right. has an interesting saying, right? Man, 
you know, a lot of like, look, these, these people are a lot, a lot of times smarter than you think in a lot of spaces. So Gucci man has been a really smart person and, 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 and take, took rap as his vehicle. And there was one saying that he has when they asked him about like, you know, having along the lines of having faith and why you should believe in something. And he said, you know, you got to have sauce, you know, you, you, you got to have sauce, you got to have something, yeah. but, but, but you can't have too much sauce or because, or else you'll be lost in the sauce. And if not, you're lost, which means, and for me, the way I look at it is if you're in religion and, 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 and you're too caught up in the, in the color of Noah's Ark, right. you're lost the in the sauce. Or the doctrine. Yeah. If you're, if you, if, if we're talking about why, we had to get ready for the flood and what the cleansing was and why the metaphor for, for what that story is about. We're still on the same page. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing that has lost in the message. And so a lot of times we lose ourselves in the, in the, in the fine and line. And I see this in blockchain too, where people get lost in the sauce of things and become maximalist. Oh my God, Bitcoin is the best and scalable. No Ethereum is. And all of a sudden, you know, go depressed because they've been, shooting themselves in the foot instead of right. be like right now this is where it's capable of once we bridge this capability because the other communities already figured it out we'll be able to scale it to that capability bitcoin or ethereum or this coin does not have to figure out all of it right. and that's why at the fundamental retool repurpose and being able to collaborate and delegate are the most important parts of this industry if not yeah. you die from the start because yeah. you're, you're you're starting in a selfish mindset from the beginning, I and like so you're that. not gonna add. You're not gonna you're not gonna understand that you have a community to utilize, to help you alongside, and also allow the community to have a part of it, whether it be ownership, governance, whether it be ability to do whatever it is alongside from the beginning. So that's the way I look at it. Very well said, and you know it made me think of this. So being a maximalist, it kind of contradicts the whole spirit and philosophy. Of this they got lost in the sauce. We got to right. tell him. Gucci lost, said it, man. Tell him sauce. Gucci said it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put a note about that up later. And by the way, hey, the way Gucci Gu Man explained it is, is actually, it makes sense whether you're an adult or a kid. You use that same explanation. It makes sense to both yep. crowds. But you know, it seems like this. If you're a maximalist. So hey, and, by the way, before we lose yeah. the, the, the we, before we lose the momentum, we, since we've yeah. already got uh, 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 Snoop Dogg uh, on the Cardano. Oh, yeah train i think the next one that needs to pop in is uh, is gucci so let's go ahead and uh, and start this train we're going to repurpose right. retool something out of this and and get 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 gucci to not get lost in the sauce of whatever the hell he's doing well you know what i think i'm gonna put out a tweet about that later let's so, go uh, i'm yeah. i'm gonna quote you retweet you and yeah. then, uh and i'm gonna tell a metaphor i'm gonna tell the kitty uh the, the kitty guys to hey listen every every culture any type of product or service it begins at storytelling and storytelling is only as good as how you communicate it. So that explanation by Gucci Mane, you're an adult, you're a child, you're elderly, you're middle-aged, you're where, wherever. That immediately, intuitively makes sense. So before we, we veer off again too much, the one thing that I'm going to tell you is, is inside the solar punks, and this is for your um, enjoyment, one of the things I've done is uh, part of the building out of the characters is actually I'm taking a lot of I've been really inspired, like I said, with with historical. Like I love Assassin's Creed. I've oh, yeah. played that game for hours. I love Spider-Man. Batman is one of my favorite. You know, oh, Batman yeah. is my is my character, in my opinion. Oh. 
Uh, they like, didn't know Batman was me the Arkham whole time. Asylum, Arkham yeah. City, like uh, I, I played, I played all of them. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, Batman. No, it's definitely. my favorite. Yeah, and 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 I've taken a lot of uh, of, of of that uh, to to add into kind of the the characters' uh, armors and all the stuff that we're gonna create. And but but a lot uh, of the seed actually comes from the old school armors from the Aksum uh, uh, era. I actually went and found a bunch of artists. Like wow. that are amazing that have never been uh, looked at. Like they, they like their their work almost. You know, like when you lose your work on v from the VHS. When people yeah. went from from VHS, a lot of people lost their, their work. I know this because my dad was oh, a cinematographer, yeah. and he worked for a lot oh, cool. of uh, uh, film. And uh, we're not gonna veer that off and into that conversation. But but I grew up where you know we had like tons of tons of film and tons and tons of cameras, and I've yeah. seen so much things being lost from not being transferred into, you know, right. to the next uh, digitization of things. So I, I found a bunch of uh, state-of-the-art looking armor on a lot of these uh, these these really cool uh, uh, warriors from back in the day and, and, and kind of used them as the uh, as the seed for, you know, for the solar punk movement. And it's going to it's going to have that 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 feel of like, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man uh, uh, 3.0 in Texas uh, solar cowboy style. <laughs> Listen, I'm looking forward to that. And by the way, um, specific examples of you know that armor, please send them my way. Like I said, I'm a huge history nerd for that. For that oh kind yeah, of no. Stuff. So, by the way, this is just a. By the way, yeah. I, I don't even care if anybody even listening to this. The cool part I've I've learned is, this is this type of stuff like you're seeding for later in like four years when people listen back, like holy shit, he was already telling us the whole time. And so, uh, this is just for the 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 documentation purpose. But what's gonna happen is we're probably gonna, you know, find a lot of people will will find a lot of resonation with that. So if this, if this, if what I'm saying about this, 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 um, this project is is resonating with a lot of people, that's part of why we're creating community so that we can incorporate everything that creates a community that it's that's more inclusive of all the different things we're going through as a journey. Got it. And you know what? Maybe this is this can be something that could be considered or included in the future. Now, there's a special type of weapon that either originated in Ethiopia or the immediate surrounding areas. Uh, I forgot the name, and of course, I don't want to butcher the name's uh, pronunciation either. But it's essentially a it's a melee weapon. It could be used handheld or throwing. So it's essentially a sword and an axe combined, and it's essentially curved in many different many pretty different much directions. like a. Like yeah. a like a boomerang, like a it's almost boomerang exactly. Style. It yeah. actually it's actually it very boomerang. Like, it's yeah right. So like you could essentially you could strike, you could slash, you could also fuck. You know, I guess you could say the opponent's weapons in so, it. So let me tell you something really crazy. So one of my favorite phones out there on the market is the LG Wing, and the LG Wing literally opens up like a like a two phone. And, yeah. and, and again, I'm going to have a lot of this stuff coming out as we go, and I'm going to probably share it on this live and so that people that want to understand what I'm talking about can understand. But this LG Wing opens up into pretty much like a cross slash sword slash like cross, you know, melee weapon looking thing. And actually, when you digitize it, the, the thing looks like all these digital like force fields that open up on a lot of like cyberpunk movements. Where oh, they have like yeah. their little digital movement, and all of a yeah. sudden you have like a, a circle that opens up, right? It's yeah. the same mechanism underneath. The engineering is the same mechanism. It just happens to be another square. So if you actually take that engineering and digitize that through a lot of different means, and then be able to overlay an actual, you know, scene over.
you could pretty much turn that into any out there that is malleable. So wow. uh, let, let, let's just go ahead and create create one for you as an NFT. That'll be your oh, that'll man, be, be your uh, unique weapon. Yeah, uh, we'll call it. Uh, We'll call it the atom back. <laughs> Works for me. Listen, <laughs> hey, I'm because just happy you think to it's gone. So. We think it's gone, but it's gonna come back. So Adam's back. <laughs> I'm back. It's a boomerang. <laughs> it's like a boomerang. Yeah, like you know, if you find it first or or not, um, I'm gonna try to find the name later of it, uh, because you know, like I said, I, I love learning uh, stuff like that, and I've seen it in museums, I've seen it in documentaries, and like I said, you know, the name escapes me, but I think if you made an NFT. Like dedicated to, let's say, you know, um, ancient, dark age, let's say medieval, Ethiopian, let's say, um, you know, whether they're generals, whether they're foot soldiers, whether they're, you know, whether they're like uh, mounted warriors. Like, I think there would be a great appeal and audience for that type of thing. No, I and I agree with you. And I think that it'll be a, a really cool way of, 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 of being able to cross-reference the, the, the different ways of how everybody, like I said, going back to everything, how everybody's able to still tell their story while right. allowing everybody else to interweave their journey alongside you. So, uh, and, I, I, and I appreciate that. And, and, and since I'm a mobile and we're out in the middle of a lot of different things, I wasn't able to do the interactive way, but usually I would have like four things going in my, in my, in my office with four, four screens and, and, and have all the chats going. And so we'll be able to, you know, well, this is just an opportunity. So I appreciate you for giving us this opportunity to begin with. Okay. I really do. Yeah, no problem. And listen, just on an ending note, um, what does uh metaphor kitties and your other projects have in store for 2022? Yeah. So this is the cool part. So, um, I, um, I'm really excited because once we're past this first series, which, you know, that's not even, the, that's not even the point. I think we, We've got the, the we've got the traction to be able to to make this a really good thing. But the whole point of this whole series, and and I'm actually gonna read this, you know, from our little light paper. But I'm gonna actually share the light paper from you. Sure. But um, this is this is ultimately what we uh, that we're we're looking at. Okay, I'm gonna kind of start from the second series because what you're sure. looking at as metaphor kitties is the first series. The sure. second series will be more limited and involved in. Uh, involves in more sustainability and intricate nft uh, cat themed art with the funding uh goal of supporting each cat uh, uh through uh through the sanctuary so essentially we're going to actually create like an ability for us to take each cat like at, at the lanai uh sanctuary and have an ability for you to like adopt it virtually yeah and and have a representation of it that you can hang out with uh yeah. and the reason why i say that is we kind of came up with this as a funny as a funny thing because we're like uh, I love cats, but but uh, but my buddy uh, uh, Alejandro has has Bengal tigers or Bengal cats. I call them Bengal tigers because they had like dogs, and, yeah. and that's another thing that we can go into. But these things yeah. are very very uh, hyper uh, hyper allergenic, so they don't actually bother my allergy. And, lo and and sometimes I am allergic to cats, and so it's my mission to be able to adopt a cat virtually that I can yeah. hang out with all the time, no matter if it is. If, if it is going to make me sneeze or not. And so, so it was a kind of a joke, but, but it is, it is kind of how the second series type of conversation started. But, but for the most part, uh, I'm going to have, give a big shout out to, to Greg Nuss and, 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 and Rachel uh, Lambeth uh, for really, really coming up with, a, with an awesome strategy and, 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 and roadmap to how we're going to include a lot of other uh, sanctuaries and, 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 and 501 uh, C uh, 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 sorry 501c organizations 
that already are going to be taking into this into this conversation. So, so this is kind of what we're going to look at. So, upon completion of the three series, uh, we believe that the mission and the project will have received national press coverage and 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 location, which is in Hawaii, uh, is it is in a is in a is in an affluent donor area overall with unique mission themed uh, uh, with Lanai Lanai Cat Sanctuary opportunities. So we're going to include the actual uh, uh, community alongside us to be able to include the next launch of a bunch of other charities alongside for cats. So uh, the charities kind of chosen for the third to the ninth series were chosen based on their mission, transparency ratings, and the impact the impact on both the, the domestic and feral cats. And then what I'm going to actually add on to is, you know, I, I, as, a, I as a profession run uh, ESG analytics through our company. That's kind of what we work with. And actually, Greg, me and Greg Nuss, uh, our overall mission with Cardano started with, you know, like I said, the NFT funding for right. solar. So, so we'll, we'll also include NFT uh, ESG strategies. So everything that meets the sustainability strategies of what Cardano is looking for, for all what, what proof of stake is looking for, we'll have, uh, with, we'll have a lot of these, uh, these, let's just say organizations. So the ones that we have right now are alleycat.org. Uh, so on the third series, we hope to work with alleycat.org on the fourth series. Uh, will be with um, iCatCare.org. On the fifth series, will be with uh, uh, SeniorCatNetwork.org. Sixth series will be with, in con- collaboration with uh, MorrisonAnnaFoundation.org. Uh, on the seventh series, will be in collaboration with other NFT projects, with the funding going strictly to reinvest into the projects of other animal mission-driven NFT artists and projects. So, so even though we talk right. kind of talk shit initially on a light paper saying that you know we never really found a, a huge use case for a lot of the projects that we see. Our goal is to reinvest all of this opportunity uh, because the whole point is community driven. You should be able to come back to, to, to grow the community together. So uh, that's kind of what we believe our seventh series roadmap should be in the long run. And then the eighth series will be in collaboration with uh, bestfriends.org on the ninth series will be in the, uh, will be a community driven with uh, the metaphor community uh, voting on with charity or charity to sponsor. Uh, the goal is, you know, by the the ninth series, kind of have an autonomous DAO take over the, the the general consensus, while you know we go off play crypto punks or something. You know, by that time we should be done. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Yab. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. You know, uh, it was awesome, and you know, I, I was glad that you got to expand and kind of articulate a lot of these. You know, you could almost say textbook definitions of, um, you know, different aspects of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Because I think a lot of times, you know, if you go to other sources, they're not explained quite well, or at least not explained in the most efficient way. So, you know, having this conversation where, let's say, you and I, um, you know, can, you know, do a Q&A and you can kind of expand on these things. You know, these, these you know, explanations are quite helpful, especially, you know, you know, having a wordsmith such as yourself, you know, this gives context and flavor. <laughs> Well, a lot of it so you know i appreciate that man thank you and, and and it comes from you know jamie uh you know i my 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 background with 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 door-to-door knocking because as jamie fox put it you know two years of door knocking is like it's like a bachelor's degree in, in communications and i and, can imagine and, yeah and, and door knocking has helped me really have find the ability to to really be direct and, and and get to the point if not you know things can go south pretty well you know yeah 
Exactly. So I appreciate that because that is the whole point is to get to the to the meat of the bone. And I and I talk this way all the time. Sometimes it's it, it becomes a friction conversation because some people like to me sh- to sugarcoat things for their own agenda. And I'm never I'm never going to be that way. So this is another reason why I'm in the blockchain community. Everything that I've done so far to this day has been through voluntary opportunities. Web3 style opportunities in a sense of people yeah. voluntarily working alongside me. I have not taken a dime of debt from anybody in general unless it was through voluntary means. And when I say by that is, um, you know, I don't have to call I don't have to call to any organization that has a preconceived idea of how they'll they'll like to use, you know, me as a vehicle unless it was in a genuine manner. And so right. this is an appreciation to that in general. So so I appreciate that also because this this is the vehicle and journey that has have that have us talking to you know people like yeah. you. And so this is gonna go a long way for 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 the journey uh, moving forward. Smoothly put. Uh, I don't think I could add uh, you know anything better to to that ending note. So again, you know, yeah, thank you very much. I'll uh, be talking to you soon, and I'll be seeing you later this year in Texas. All right, you know, one more shout out. You know, Solar Cowboy, uh, Solar Cowboy song will be coming out on iTunes pretty soon. Yes, everyone, <laughs> check out the Solar Cowboy. <laughs> Remember, we we what did we say? Uh, we we shield with honor. So you're gonna learn a Show lot about honor. solar energy with this song. So, uh, by the way, man, I really do appreciate it. you. By the way, what do you have going on with? Uh, with with your NFT project that I saw going on, or, or uh, what was it? Uh, 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 Love that IO. No, the other one. Oh, you mean Alchemy Pay? Alchemy Pay, but I'm saying like, what's your? You, I had your, the poster that I looked. I looked at it had a uh, oh, Adam something. Oh, that's um yeah the uh, Space Albert. Um, Space I, Albert. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing uh, some more projects with them. Chill it up, man. Say something. Very, Say something. Yeah, I will. Oh, trust me. No, right now, right now, because. Oh, you yeah. never know. I might be cutting it up and you know using it so that I can make memes out of you. Everyone, listen. <laughs> what could be a better idea, or among the best ideas for an NFT collection, <laughs> other than one that is dedicated to a time traveling Albert Einstein with a spacesuit? Yeah, goes in outer space. He goes into prehistoric times. He goes into every single different time period, and you could say you know every aspect and every part of the of the solar system. You know, adults. Kids, you can get into this. Check out Space Alberts. Dude, do you know why I asked you that, by the way? Why? <laughs> it was a setup. I set you up because I looked into it a little bit, all right? Yeah. And and I'm going to send you – I can't find it right now because I don't want to lose momentum. I'm going to send you a startup that was working on an uh, uh, pretty much chatbots, and he was pretty much ch- teaching the chatbots to talk about different historic uh, people. So he was going around researching how Albert Einstein would have a conversation with you and building the actual chatbots alongside them. I'm going to forward you that because that is the reason why I asked you this stuff, because I actually like what you're doing. And, and, and I've been into a chatbot building because a lot of times the way you train your chatbot has a lot to do the way, the way it spawns back. So, uh, it's been an amazing ability for me to understand how you're doing your project. But I will give feedback to it or give you what I have going on because it's just lying around, you know. It's just uh, that we don't want you know we don't want good knowledge to gather dust. That's the whole point. Right. It's gonna go down before you know we need we need it to be utilized very soon. So thank you for uh, thank you for lighting the spark there. No, for sure, man. Adam goes to space and 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 the uh, whatever. What what was it again? You got a what what was your what was the word what was your uh, what was your project name? Oh, Space Alberts. Space Albert. I just said Adam goes to space. Space Albert. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be doing some of that too, you know, through my listen, my NFT, listen. So. The clip right here of me of me butchering your business is probably the one that's gonna probably uh, give you the viral need. So I might I'm gonna need a cut of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. No, no worries. I can send just... your way later. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Hey, I appreciate means. it, man. Thank right. you so much, and uh, we'll talk soon. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Thanks. Take care.